Hi everyone and welcome to another Bible study here at One Love Live and Love Walk and I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I pray that you are well and God is blessing in your life. I pray you're also growing in the spirit and you are seeing spiritual fruit. Uh, as you know, we come together to read the word of God, understand it and apply it in our lives and also so that we can discover the purpose of our lives and so that we can live within that purpose and so um, i want to thank you for tuning in today um, we are actually going to have a very interesting bible study we're going to dig a little bit deeper into who we are as believers i think we have left being a believer at a very platonic or cursory state when i think that there's a lot more depth within what it means to be a believer. It's not just being a good person. Um, it's not just, you know, being someone who is a goody two-shoes or someone who doesn't do this or does that. It, I believe that it has greater impact and import in the spiritual world, more so than even in the physical one that we see. And so as believers, sometimes we have a tendency to believe that being a believer comes down to not doing these sins, these one, two, three, four, these, these 10 sins and not, you know, doing this or being goody, goody or, or something like that. Um, or always being cheerful or happy when in fact, I believe that being a believer goes a little bit further than that, actually a lot further than that, because there's some pretty amazing things that are being said about what it means to be a believer, to be a son of God, to be a new creature. You know, these are things that I don't think we've taken our time to actually say, hmm, what is he saying here exactly about me as I've now become someone who believes in the word of God? This means that you have an access to power and unearthly or other earthly things, um, extra earthly things um, that others do not have. Um, there's different things that you can know and may be required of you. And I want to introduce you to understanding a little bit more the fullness of what it means to be a believer beyond just believing and beyond just doing good um, and, and you know, abstaining from these particular sins. So if you will, go ahead and grab your Bible. We're going to read a couple of scriptures. Uh, it's not actually going to be long scriptures because what we were, were trying to figure out is what is actually being said. Because a lot of times I believe we will read a lot of scripture and miss really God is saying something huge in one verse. And, you know, because we've ingested so much scripture, we kind of, you know, forget it. Now, ingesting a lot of scripture is good when you're trying to get like a macro picture of what's happening in there and then apply that. But sometimes you need to move down to the micro level. So go ahead and grab your Bible. So if you can go with me to Romans, that's chapter 4, and we're going to read from verse 9 until verse 11. That's Romans chapter 4, verse 9 to 11. Like I said, it's not long. So it says, Cometh this blessedness then upon the circumcision only, or upon the uncircumcision only? For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. How was it then reckoned? when he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision? Not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith which he had, yet being uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all of them that believe, though they be not circumcised, that righteousness might be imputed unto them also. And that's Romans chapter four, verse nine, verse, uh, 
to 11. I'm going to read that one more time. Um, really think about what he's saying here. There's a lot of use of the word circumcision, so it gets confusing. So let's try it one more time. It says, Cometh this blessedness then upon the circumcision only, or upon the uncircumcision also? For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. Faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. How was it then reckoned? When he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision? Well, not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. And he received the sign, the sign of circumcision as a seal of the righteousness of the faith, which he had yet being uncircumcised that he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised, that righteousness, righteousness might be imputed unto them also. Romans chapter 4 verse 9 to 11. So you have to understand what this verse is specifically telling us is that whatever you see from receive from God comes first in faith. He first had to have faith before he could even receive the sign of circumcision. Circumcision is just a sign. It's just a monument. It's like the monuments that we make, you know, in our big city centers um, or at our federal buildings. It's just a sign, okay? It's, it's like putting a tattoo on your body to show that you love someone. What matters is that you did you love them before you put the tattoo on or after? you put the tattoo on. See, do you understand what it's saying? The reason you put the tattoo on your body was because you loved them. Not, you didn't start loving them when you put that tattoo on your body. And that is the point of circumcision. You see, the thing received is a sign of the faith as we see with the circumcision. Now I wanna bring this down to a very practical level. Maybe you're having faith for something, you've asked God for something, you're believing for something. You have to know that whatever you receive from God comes first in faith in the same way that Abraham had faith first before receiving the sign of circumcision or receiving the promise. You have to have the faith first. The thing received is a sign of the faith. So if you're believing to, you know, if you're believing in God for, uh, I'm going to be shallow here and say a car. If you're believing God for a car, you have to understand that the car when you get it is simply a sign of your faith. That's it. It's simply a sign of your faith. That's why the Bible tells us that faith is the evidence of things not seen. It is the substance. Because the, the thing you have to understand is the thing that is most weighty in your life as a believer is what you believe. It is the faith you have in God. That is the weight. Whatever else comes is a sign. It's just a piece of something, okay? It's not important as what that faith can do. That's why I say it's important for us to understand that as believers, we have gone beyond just being goody people. We've gone beyond just being uh, people who don't, I don't eat this, I don't do this, I don't practice this sin. It's beyond that. It's beyond not practicing sin. It's beyond being just nice. Being a Christian, being a believer, means that you have something that is so powerful, it creates things. Things, okay? It changes things in the world. 
And you have to be able to understand that as a believer. Your faith has to, your faith has to be more than real because it is more than what you think is real. So I want us to go back to that, to the circumcision. Faith came first, then the circumcision. It is merely a sign of righteousness. Circumcision is also a sign of righteousness, that he had faith, because remember, faith was accounted to him for righteousness, not circumcision. This is so important to understand. Him, you know, uh, you know, getting circumcised or the sign of circumcision, that was a sign of righteousness, his righteousness. Now remember, it's the righteousness that God wants. He doesn't really care about the circumcision. He doesn't really care about the car that you're having faith for. What he cares about is the faith that you have for it, not the car, not the house, not the the new position no and that is what we have to understand as believers that god is trying to elicit from us something greater than what it is that we want from him and that greater thing is faith that greater thing is faith so for abraham he had righteousness with god before he had circumcision And this righteousness came from simply believing what God said. God could have come to him and said, I'm going to give you, you know, a casino. And I'm not saying anything about gambling right now in this Bible study. But let's say God was going to give him, I don't know, I'll change it. You know, I don't want to offend anyone. But God says, I'm going to give you a hotel chain. It isn't about God giving him the hotel chain because God could have simply just given him the hotel chain without telling him. You realize that God didn't have to take Abraham out into the wilderness and you know have these big visions in the night and tell him I'm going to make... He didn't have to do any of that. God could have just done it. You know, he could have just done it. But he didn't. Why did he not do it? Because it was about faith and the faith is the righteousness that is what you must understand if you are waiting for change anywhere in life with god it begins first with faith it begins first with righteousness that is the righteousness in fact the goal is righteousness and not merely faith it takes faith to be righteous but you have to understand right standing with god, with god is the whole point we never have any conversations about faith when we talk about Adam and Eve because in the beginning they had right standing with God they were righteous so it's important to understand God isn't trying to just get us to believe that is important that is what is going to please him that we believe he exists so therefore we believe that we must do what he says and stand in righteousness with him but the point is for you to become righteous Righteousness is the goal. Righteousness is the prize. This is why the Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. Because by being obedient and doing what he says, consequently because you believe, means that you can now be in right standing with God. You know, it's a process. That's why I want you to understand the fullness of what you are as a believer. It goes beyond just the faith. It goes beyond just the thing that you're believing God for. So sacrifice is merely one method of reaching righteousness. We see this in terms of the priesthood with people sacrificing bulls and goats. Why were they doing that even? 
because God wanted them to do it because he asked them to do it. And so in doing it, it demonstrated faith in believing in who he was, accomplishing what he wanted them to do in the way that he wanted them to do it. So it's absolutely important for you to understand that there is a process here. See, men offered many things to obtain righteousness with God, but the real goal was doing what God wanted and trusting in him or believing in him or having faith in him. See, the goal is righteousness. The goal is walking with God in complete faith, belief, and trust not wavering. Every day we are tested by that one goal, that one goal, obedience, to have faith and belief in God and to stand in righteousness. We are righteous when we trust in him as Abraham obtained righteousness simply by trust, by believing, by having faith. This is sanctification daily, slowly, carefully, in everyday things until it be revealed what we shall be because remember we're not there yet we're all growing our minds are being transformed or we are supposed to be transforming our minds um we are growing in understanding what god wants we're understanding more about the word of god we're becoming more righteous we we are becoming more i'm sorry we're becoming more faithful um we're becoming more obedient definitely but that's why it's important because every day when you do this one point one small thing it's it's every day it's small stuff people real small stuff that's important because you need to be building your faith you need to be building your obedience and that puts you in right standing with god which is what we lost in the beginning what adam and eve lost adam and eve didn't have to pray to god oh god give me something food or whatever it was always there we don't even know what kind of powers they had because they were a creature that was so totally in line with God that they had everything that they needed. Everything that they wanted. They were they were in a state of perfection. And so it's important for us to understand that God is bringing us back to that state of perfection as a new creature. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in. This is to just give you some idea about who you are. I think a lot of believers don't understand you're more than just a quote unquote Christian. You're more than just a believer, someone who believes good things, who does nice things for people, who smiles and is a good person and you know, who doesn't sin. It's so much bigger than that. The space that you take up, not just in a room, but in the world because you've become a believer, because you've connected yourself with the everlasting, eternal, all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-seeing God, all-omnipotent God. So I want to encourage you to begin to dig in to understand what it means to be a believer beyond your flesh. What is a believer beyond the person you see in the mirror in terms of how that person connects with God because really it's that connection with God that right standing with God that is really the most powerful part of what it means to be a believer so I want to thank you so much I pray that this empowers you to greater and stronger prayers and to understanding your power and jurisdiction in the earth so thank you so much for tuning in God bless you bye